Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of That's What I Heard. I wanted to quickly put a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode because we will be talking about some difficult things. We are going to be talking about manipulation, toxic traits, toxic behaviors, mental and emotional abuse. So if you feel like this is something that's going to be triggering to you, please click off this week's episode and we will see you next week. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of That's What I Heard. I think this is episode 13 now. We're in um, the teens, baby. Officially in the teens, that's so exciting. Um, again, I'm Taryn Collins. And I'm Alyssa Massaro. <laughs> um, I said Alyssa has to say her first and last name because I, I say mine and then she's like, I'm Alyssa. And we I just re- don't like my name. Even in high school, like when they would introduce like the cheerleaders, they would always say my name weird or different and I just feel like my name is just consists of too many vowels like there's just okay. so many a's I feel like we were related on that topic I didn't know you didn't like your name I thought you just wanted I, I thought you were name. just unaware um I don't like my name either so growing well I'm, I'm liking it a little bit better now but I always like hated my first name because I felt like I was just like the weird kid that nobody could pronounce her name no substitute teacher could ever my teacher that I thought I was the closest with in high school called me Taylor on the last day of school. Um, and I wanted to start crying. So anyways, well, you better enjoy what you have now because pretty soon you're going to have a, an ugly first and last name. It's not a common (laughs) last name. So I've literally never seen it anywhere besides my boyfriend. Have you? Um, I don't think so. It's like so uncommon. It's so crazy. I don't I feel know. Like, and if you do find someone with that last name, they're like related. <laughs> yeah. Um, I literally look like an egg. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching us on YouTube, we're both kind of just like, you know, going with the flow with our looks today. I didn't really feel like straightening my hair. So I'm going on all natural. Also, I'm really sorry if I sound like shit. Um, my... <laughs> Uh, microphone that I usually use has an old microphone port so I can hear myself and kind of like if you're watching us on YouTube again the ones Alyssa's using um, the old ports and I bought two of those now and my fucking cats eat through them the same night that I buy them and they're like 20 bucks so I'm not spending any more money on that Um, maybe I can rustle one up in my house someday but I don't know whatever here we are Um, Today, we're going to be talking about, um, you know, toxic traits, toxicity, manipulation, um, emotional, mental abuse, all that fun stuff. We did do a little poll on my, on our Instagram and you guys wanted that far more than just relationship talk. So we're going to be talking about that today. Um, Fun stuff. Uh, Before we talk about that, um, let's get to a little update from each other. Um, what's going on in your life, Lisa? What's new that we have that, that we don't know? Otherwise, I can go first. Whatever you want. I'm trying to think. I don't really think anything's new. Um, you know, I'm just trucking, doing vibing, single life. Not really enjoying it, but it, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I got shit on today. Oh, by, my, by a child. By a child. Yep. Just. 
I thought we were cursive diary. I thought we were cuddling and we were having so much fun. Um, and then I'm like, oh, did you go pee? And she's like, no, I poop. And I look at my hand and it's just all shit. Is she potty trained? Um, she like kind of. She like will tell you if she needs to go. So it's like the recognition part she's getting, but it's the like getting to the t- sorry. Okay. <laughs> like getting to the toilet and like putting the Actually two together do. got it so um but yeah oh. so I had poop all over me today um oh god it's so gross this Friday I'm going to the country club with my family for a country concert I think it's a or it's Fun. A, maybe it's more jazz I don't really know but yeah. <laughs> it's just a concert. jazz concert it's some concert and I'm really excited because I have a really cute outfit that I want to wear so fun. fun you'll have to take a picture and we'll post it on the Instagram for everyone oh, to see yeah. um and then probably last thing is, is I tried that like outside like bring your mirror outside and take pictures of yourself mm-hmm. and oh, wow yeah it's fun fatty yeah that's awesome that was a pretty old trend what what like sparked that for um, you too? I don't know. I was on TikTok and I saw this girl do it and I was like, oh, that would be really fun. Like I'm not doing anything and there's really good like lighting outside. So I got all ready and then I brought my mirror outside and I took pictures and yeah. That's awesome. On Instagram, Alyssa.Massaro. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the pictures did really well. I feel like you got a lot of love on those. Um, yeah, I think also too like people just know like what's going on in your life just from like what you're posting and all that stuff so I think it's awesome that people um totally. like, support you and stuff but mm-hmm. and then one other thing is if you're watching I'll show but if you're not I'll describe it so you kind of have like a picture so I've been trying to like redo my style and I bought this shirt it's like one of those cross tanks or whatever oh my god and I was like, wow. Why, were, like, why are her boobs like perfect, but no, no, like no. circles? Yeah. So I saw that and I was like, okay, I'm going to get oh, it. Like, okay. This seems like a good idea, whatever. Um, It came yesterday. And. um, Did you take a picture in it? This is what it looks like on me. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? What's that thing in the middle? That's like the wire to like push your girls up. But I don't have any girls to push up. So it was just like flat with a wire. Um, yeah, so after that, that. Okay. after that, I um, looked at some plastic surgeons nearby. Um, Did you actually? <laughs> Taryn, when I tell you when I tried on that shirt, what it did to my insides, how it made me feel as a person. Okay, I feel like you should have. Okay, you know how small your boobs are. And but that there, I don't shirt think people showed her, showed a girl with like perfect D cups, like perfect D cups. That's how they get you on this. <laughs> Elizabeth's like thinking about, but like seriously, that's how they get you. They put the most perfect, beautiful humans in these outfits, and you're like, that's what I'm gonna look like in that. And you buy it and you see it on your own body, it's, and you're like, fucking. Well, kill it's me. not the fact I didn't like hate the way it looked. It was just like I don't know if I could wear this in public because I feel like it would just be so embarrassing because people like wear those shirts are really trendy now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just interesting. Well, I don't oh. if and just like a disclaimer, like. I genuinely have probably the smallest boobs. Like I really have tiny ass boobs. And like 
they're everyone's like small. no they're not that small they're fucking small they're so they're small, small. So, honestly, i can barely fit small. in an a bra like i'm just like minor tiny like minor tiny and i was so insecure about mine until i saw i'm just joking i'm just joking it's but, true though but, it's but it's like wait it's like you said people are like oh it's not that bad or it's, oh, not, it's they're not that bad. small it's bad okay well i'm making it sound like small boobs are like the end of everyone's life but like when you're a woman especially me and i feel like you relate you like want to feel sexy you see women with like perfect tits and you're like i want that so bad i want to feel like a woman i don't know and i just yeah i feel you i I, um i was i told you this i was like no you know what i wasn't meant to have boobs because i would kill that shit like (laughs) i would walk around with my nipples out my titties out like that's why i was not blessed or given boobs like it would just be unfair everyone everyone it would just be so unfair to everyone for me to like imagine if we were just chilling at the beach and like you had like juicy v cups you're done everyone everyone would be like everyone's drowning everyone's you know (laughs) i'm just kidding around like that (laughs) um yeah we just joke but so i totally understand what's new with you mama um oh oh my god everyone's i should not have called you mama because some people are gonna be like mama why oh because i'm a fucking like they think i'm pregnant yeah well maybe i'm just kidding i don't know i'm just joking i'm not everyone chill um okay so a couple things um that i want to talk about so i just started going to flow yoga again at lifetime and i love it it makes me feel so good so zen and i feel okay so the flow yoga it's in quotes heated um at lifetime it's like 95 degrees there in there it's like humid I love it. I walk in there instantly sweating. I, I feel like personally when I work out and I don't sweat, I'm like, I didn't get a good workout in. So when I do yoga, I'm like literally dripping. Like I, there's like a puddle underneath me. It's so gross, but I'm just releasing all those toxins. Yoga on it by itself is a very like, how do you describe it? It's like personally challenging and you really have to focus because it's a lot of like flexibility and balance. So it really gets you focused and on what you're doing and not thinking about anything else. It really inspires you to like, or it inspires me to just really intrinsically look at myself. And so after I was done with that flow yoga, you know, I was done with my final Shavasana (laughs) and I was laying there and I'm like, okay, I'm going to take this day. Yeah, I know. You should see me at yoga. I'm a fucking yogi. Uh, Do you say I don't want to? I don't want to see you in that zen state. Um, but I was like, I, so, and I've also been just, I'm just been on a very like self-help, self-improvement kick. You know, I started reading a book again, you know, what's wrong with me? I don't know. Like who reads, you know, it's like, I don't, um, but I started, you know, it's time to finish this book that I've been reading on a, about for a good part of a year now. Um, and so I was like, I want to go, you know, or what was I saying? Oh, I was going to say, I've been really getting into holistic medicine. Do you know what that is? Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't, it's kind of the best way I could describe it. I don't have like a definition up, but it's like the care and medicine that you're looking into like your soul and like, like meditation, eating well eating plant-based eating clean stuff like that so there's like real it's like there's like medicine where you go in and that's funny that you said that because so my mom 
is very my whole family is and we have a family friend. into holistic medicine yeah we have a family friend that makes like aura mist and like holistic Whoa. stuff and I just my I have one right here it's scarlet halo holistics and their aura mist and this one's actually um she like personally made it for me and like my struggles. Oh my gosh, that's and... awesome. Can I buy so, one? Well, when you come, we'll go there and I'll show you the shop. Oh my God, that's so awesome. Yeah. And I'm I'll, just like, just wanna, yeah. there's one more thing. I got to look on her Instagram because I totally forgot what it's called, but I just bought it. And um, I've been using it actually. And okay, it's called, but no, she has like PMS ready, like a holistic dropper. And it has like all this good things in it to help with it. Oh, where is it? Oh, it's um, butterfly pea flower. And it helps with hair, healthy skin, eye health, stress relief, memory. Um, it has a lot of antioxidants and anti-aging properties. And you just like take a little, like uh, the tincture. Is that what it's called? The tincture? I don't know what that's called. Oh, the little dropper thing? Yeah, what's isn't it like a, I don't know. Just but you take one of those and it it just helps. I don't know, but that's so interesting. I would absolutely want to visit that store because it's just so interesting to me. The stories I hear, there's studies on it, and it's just so overlooked. There was a specific TikTok that I remember watching of this girl. She was like pretty much explaining her story and how she has I was taking my hands. No, I oh. was TikTok. Oh, okay. <laughs> She was talking about how she has a brain tumor and it's, they can't do surgery on it because it's, it's too risky um, or I don't know. I don't know why, um, but they just refuse. And she was like, I, I refuse to sit here and let this tumor fucking kill me. I'm going to do we, something Did we about talk it. about this on that one episode we didn't post, right? Maybe. I'm just, yeah. Just, we, just how crazy I, it is that like, there that these companies put products in there that like will feed like tumors and cancer mm-hmm. like in diet sodas and all this stuff I, oh just like the shit we put on in our body 24 7 it's really hard I'm like I I was thinking about it a lot you know the, I feel like the best thing that you can do is eat like organic and I mean from in my opinion mm-hmm. you know kind of plant-based you know just really looking at like what your body really needs as like a human being is just like nutrients does you know whatever so um yeah so I was watching the TikTok she's like I am going to I'm gonna fucking kill this tumor on my own so instead of doing any kind of like chemotherapy nothing on that side of the medicine she looked to holistic medicine and she was like you know focusing on meditation she was focusing on eating healthy plant-based just very clean um you know, anything she could do to kind of serve her body in that way. And she shrunk her tumor like a whole centimeter um, without anyone actually touching it or like any chemicals going into it to try to kill it. And I think that's so insane how amazing your like bodies are. So anyways, that <laughs> I really got in it there, but maybe we could do an episode on that. Yeah. Or just, yeah, cool. I just feel like it's in, it's very interesting. And I feel, I feel like I could talk about that kind of stuff for days. Yeah. And, you know, maybe we could have the girl who owns the store on the podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I could ask her. That would be very interesting. Um, a couple other things. Like I said, I started reading again. I just feel like I need to set aside like 10 minutes to read every day, like literally 10 minutes at the minimum. If I want to keep going, great. It's just like a little piece of my day that I can just sit and be still um I'm going to Oregon next week to have a little nature you're gonna be so close to me 
Are you going to come visit in Oregon? Just kidding. <laughs> I'll come visit you. Um, but anyways, I'm just going to Oregon. Visit me. Well, that would be hard. I'm going to Oregon. I'm going to chill. And then I'm just busy with photos and stuff as usual. So we're chilling. We're living the dream. So <laughs> I got a microphone okay. and I feel like I don't know how to act now. It feels like a. that's why I miss using the microphones that we have because it's so I miss fun to the hold interaction it. I know and being face to face one day when you're back in Minnesota we're gonna have our own little setup and everything's gonna be amazing look at you like looking down because you fucking know you're never coming back here no I do I just no it's okay no this anyways is a, no this is a good start to our our like topic yeah um yeah should we get into it yeah okay so like I said earlier, we're talking about toxic um, people, toxicity in relationships, manipulation. And not in, um, not just relationships, like... Mm, like romantically. Like, yeah. Any like kind of... Any kind. Ever. Any kind of relationship that you have with another person in your life. Coworker, parent, sibling, cousin, third, any of, twice yeah. removed cousin, <laughs> dog... You name it. You're a toxic relationship with your dog. I have a toxic uh, relationship with my dog. That's so weird. Um, but yeah, it can be with anyone. And um, we just wanted to shed a little light and open the discussion because I feel like not everyone has someone they can just go up to and talk about, you know, what you're dealing with in relationships. So we want to be that for you. And and I was just kind of thinking in my head earlier today, I was like, who am I to talk about this? But because we are, we're not you know, psychologists, we're not professionals, um, but we have lived life um, as much as we have and we've experienced stuff. And I know that I do a lot of like soul searching. I sit on, I don't know if it would, I would call it soul searching, but I like sit on my feelings and I try to really understand because I want the best of this life. So I try to my best to like, you know, do like this, this intrinsic searching and understanding so anyway um we want to dive into or i'm going to dive into what is a toxic person um i feel like you hear it a lot like get rid of the toxic people in your life and i feel like that's like a kind of like a meme or like a trend you know what i mean you see that a lot um so i was looking up um i'll put it in the show notes um the url to this um what do you call it what is this thing called? Um, an article. Oh, <laughs> an article. I could not think of the word. Um, but it's called What's a Toxic Person and How You Deal with One. Um, we're just going to kind of go through what a toxic person is. So like I said, odds are we've all come across a toxic person, had one in our lives at one point or still do. Um, I feel like it's kind of hard to not come across a toxic person in your life. I feel like we've all maybe were that all toxic person. <laughs> yeah. Um, so to be self-aware is really important. Um, so I think a big thing to understand is that a toxic person doesn't mean that they are toxic, but a lot of their behaviors are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, a lot of it stems from being hurt, um, being, you know, having trauma from growing up, your childhood, um, narcissism, um, you know, having parents that weren't there for you. Just a lot can go into it. Um, and it kind of is like, um, well, let me read this quote. 
um, kind of what I just said. So it says often the person is deeply wounded and for whatever reason, they're not yet able to take responsibility for their wounding, their feelings, their needs and their subsequent problems in life. So I feel like that kind of just like says it right there, the hurt people hurt people. I feel like that's like a big saying as well that I hear a lot. And it will be con it's a constant vicious cycle until they realize that they need to change. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I don't want to say this in like a, I don't know how to put it. Like, I'm not saying this like against people because I have been like, honestly, I can admit I've been the toxic person in many situations. Um, but I think now that I did realize it and I did get like help for situations and it might not be in a toxic, I shouldn't say like a toxic way of like manipulation or anything like that. Just more of the sense that like, if you are receiving it, it, it's hard not to give it back or fall into that same loop. Um, yeah. I mean, toxic toxicity shows up in relationship or just like in, yeah, relationships in any point of your life in many different ways. And we'll kind of cover, you know, what kind of are some characteristics of toxicity, um, toxic traits, stuff like that. Um, I do have, I was going to kind of lead into um, what you were saying about how you know, it's hard not to fall into that, into that toxic person, especially if you're in a relationship with them. Like I, you know, unless I specify romantic relationship, I'm just talking very broad. So I think, yeah. And I just want to like, I think you can maybe talk more on like, uh, like toxic relationships between like friends or like mm -hmm. acquaintances and stuff where I feel like I've had maybe more of a, more experience in like that relationship point not only romantically but like with family too um so I think totally. that's where it's a good it's a good for us both to be talking about it because uh mm -hmm. it's like you got the different little... experiences we have different outlooks yeah <clears throat> um so when you're in a toxic relationship I just have this little thing written down it says your reactions might include feeling so when you're in this toxic relationship you're the one that's having to deal with this and kind of go about this it says your reactions might include feeling betrayed withdrawing numbing yourself or being overly accommodating this often happens when healthy boundaries are crossed and we let go of our own values so I feel like that that is something that's really important is what and what I've heard a lot of when I'm doing my own kind of research and trying to understand all this stuff is that like how important boundaries are in any relationship because if you have no boundaries then you're in a vulnerable place to be getting hurt if you don't set boundaries like you know I'm trying to think of an example of one would be um I guess just being very open and being able to communicate with your partner about like you know if you do this it's gonna hurt me I just want you to know that that's kind of setting a boundary for them and a line that if they want to cross it, they can, but then you have to deal with that hurt that, you know, kind of stuff like that. And if a person's not willing to see those boundaries and say, you know, if I cross these, then I'm going to hurt this person. That's kind of what toxic is. Yeah. You know, and I totally agree with that. And I think oh, this is just like a, like also from personal experience I can say is when someone like a toxic person will find a significant other family member whatever at their most vulnerable point mm -hmm. and use them 
to their absolute breaking point like mm-hmm. and they will use them to benefit for themselves and I don't like for let's just hypothetical for example like you get in a relationship with someone and they don't have their shit together point blank mm-hmm. period they yep. will they will use you to gain those benefits financially emotionally to help them get to that point and then it's like boom you're done I don't need you anymore peace out and that's just it sucks because then it makes that person that was just so vulnerable and open and allowing that person in to their life it's hard at first to recognize that that is like a toxic behavior manipulation and it really does take a toll on that person that's experiencing it but once you realize Mm -hmm. that it helps you in the long run to realize that no these are the values that I have for myself and this is what I need and I'm willing to help you like that boundary thing like not being so open and letting them drag you down with them Mm-hmm. yeah that's the biggest thing and when I'm ta- when I, we talk about romantic relationships I feel like it's really hard because or especially hard because you have the love mixed in there like a lot of people are manipulated in relationships and used and emotionally and mentally abused because they have this sheet over themselves that that is love and it's like you're willing to put everything else aside they can do no wrong to you because you love them. That's all you Mm -hmm. see in them. And I feel like that's like, that's so frequent in relationships. You know, you're so willing to like see the only the good in somebody when maybe that's not the case. Um, Yeah. And I also think too, like you do have good times in there and it's hard not to let go. Like you could have 15 bad times with this person, but Mm -hmm. you you hold on to those three good times because you just have so much hope and you don't want it to end. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, yeah. really, it's really hard because like you said, it's just so hard to see past that love or love is what you think. I mean, you never know if it's really love or not. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very hard to distinguish it. But Yeah, yeah, it is hard. And so um, that's why it's so tricky to see I mean, being somebody who's watching somebody in a relationship like that is hard because that person is blinded by that love and you're not. So you're like shaking them like, hey, like I'm seeing that. Wake up. I'm seeing this. And they're like, refuse to believe it. And so poor Taryn, she's sitting there and she's like, (laughs) (laughs) but it is hard and um, it is really serious. And people that are toxic are gonna I feel like there's like you said there's a pattern of um and I feel like specifically you see this a lot in narcissism um and just somebody and people who are really manipulative um which is a narcissist somebody that they are it's all it's all the same it's It's what they do is manipulate people for their gain um (laughs) so they're 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 going on with their lives you know finding people that I think personally are better than them so that they in different aspects of life. So they're able to manipulate and use and abuse until they can gain stuff from that person. And then once they're there and they've gotten what they needed, then they don't matter anymore because it's like, 
Yeah. Those and- people are thinking, they're like, I, I'm the only one that matters. I don't care how this person feels. I'm going to use them until I don't need them anymore. And that's it. You know? So, um, I Sorry, do want to get getting a little emotional. <laughs> are you a little, it's just, um, it's okay. It's definitely an eye opener now because where I am at and like hearing it and seeing it on paper and then realizing like, oh my God, like that's <laughs> what I've been like. Dealing Sorry with. guys, I'm crying. <laughs> do you want to, do you want to go, do you want to stop for a second and just go over kind of? No, I think that we need to show this and I need to be vulnerable and like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, this is raw and this is what like life is like. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's good to show this part inside mm-hmm. because I think it will help people too that have been in those and don't totally. know what to do. So. Mm-hmm. Totally is. Um, <laughs> sorry. I mean, do no, don't be sorry. Like you said, it's important to be vulnerable. I don't, I don't know why people, I mean, it's hard to be vulnerable because vulnerability leaves you open to get hurt or judged. Mm-hmm. So like, I understand why vulnerability is like such a scary thought, especially when you're on a podcast and when you're talking to an audience. So I get that, but, um, totally. Um, let's go over a couple characteristics. I feel like there's, <laughs> can we just, char- can we just say the, like what it says on top? Because it's so funny to me that that's like what they labeled it as. Yeah, you can read it, but Alyssa found a little chart. Yeah, um, so I know that la- last episode we like kind of did like you made those awesome like oh my god, I can't believe you're the be- fucking best. You do all this hard work and you're just amazing. She's talking um, about the graphics that we post on Instagram. If yeah. you want to follow us on Instagram, it's called That's What I Heard Pod. Follow us over there. We post pictures of what we're doing every day, stories on what you guys want to hear on new episodes and I uh, um yeah, I posted a little graphic on there if you want to check it out. Anyway, I go think ahead, it Alyssa. definitely helped the structure of the podcast too because we had something to reference and then you guys were able to look back and be like, oh, mm-hmm. these are awesome. Yeah. And yeah. So I found this one and the title of it says, Know the eight before it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> and it's referring to characteristics of somebody who is toxic. Yeah. Um, and so also, just like a quick, like, brief thing. Um, it's definitely hard in the beginning to identify because everything like that lust, like, oh my God, I'm so like, ah, this is great, blah, blah, blah. So I think that it definitely takes a while before you can definitely identify. Otherwise, I mean, a month, six months, however long it is. So but I, I think there's like a that... time period, like, okay, yeah. I just went on a date with this guy and like, I need to like ask him all these questions and figure out if he's toxic. Um, well, and I feel like the hardest part about that, what you're saying is that it takes time and it's really hard because it does take time. And at that point, you're usually pretty far into the relationship. And at so that point, far. you're so involved, so you're so in love. And it's like, it makes it even harder. And on top of that, usually the people that are toxic and manipulative put on a front that is so blinding and is so not actually who they are that it's like you're like hell yeah I found a winner and then you're just like slowly and slowly like your energy is being taken out of you by this person and you're left with like just a sad 
skeleton of like what Literally, the fuck is going on it's like a dry a bone dry glass and then their glass is just like overfilling niagara falls <laughs> yeah so that's what's kind of hard um to identify and i just feel like it is so important to reiterate to not be angry at yourself during this process because after you've finally seen and realized this stuff you're going to want to tell yourself like, why did it take me? Sorry, I just bit my tongue so hard. <laughs> I'm crying. Why did it take me Are you so okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I just felt like I talked weird there, but I just want to clarify. Anyways, why did it take me so long to, to like see this stuff? Or why did I let them hurt me like this? Or why did I do this? Like, why am I so stupid? And I mean, that first of all, it's not helping anyone. It's not helping yourself heal. So it's important to let that self that go and just now you're like okay you gotta go through the waves there's yeah. so there's so many waves and uh, I'm going through it right now <laughs> I'm on like those like it's just like a fucking roller coaster and I'm just waiting for it to be idle like I just want it to be like I want it to be over and I'm in that line either waiting to go back on another roller coaster or I'm getting off mm-hmm. <laughs> well yeah and it's so important to also know that like when you put yourself in these vulnerable and hurt situations, if you are growing, there's, there's no other thing, no other way to say it. Like you're going to say stagnant unless, you know, you put yourself out there and you might get hurt. And that's a great way life. for you to learn from it. And guess what? You're not going to make that fucking mistake again, Alyssa, or I'm going to rip your neck off. <laughs> and you also I think, I think so too. It takes trial and error. Like the next person that I, sorry <laughs> my mother is FaceTiming me and it went off on my laptop I'm so sorry um good. but it takes trial and error like mm-hmm. you're not going like my next relationship or my next friendship or my next whatever like I shouldn't just be optimistic and be like this is the one ah. like mm-hmm. there's gonna be I could probably bet you there's gonna be so many more like mountains I'm gonna climb to get there and I'm ready for it (laughs) perfect perfect okay let's jump into these characteristics because I feel like we have a lot um yeah do you want to do every other or how you want to do it sure so there is this chart um I'll put a little graphic on our Instagram later on so you guys can revert back to it this isn't like this is one we just found we feel like it's pretty overarchingly um like the main eight but there are so many things that can happen Mm -hmm. that are unacceptable in a relationship so I just again it's up to you to set those boundaries and if something hurts you it hurts you and you don't have to you don't have to be like why is it hurting me it just is and you have to feel that way so just be aware anyways so um the first one that we're going to go over is intensity and that is um excessive charm which is what I was talking about earlier when people are putting on that front like I am so hot I am well it's like I am Prince Charming like I am you know I am your dreamboat until like no you're not no you're (laughs) later on you're like literally the Satan himself so excessive charm lying to cover up insecurities needing to win over friends and family immediately over the top gestures that seem too much too soon which is manipulation that's like the transactional relationship where i'm going to give you all of this i need that back from you 
if mm-hmm. I give you this, you have to give that back to me. Yeah. Um, uh, um, bombarding you with texts and emails in a short time, behaving obsessively. <laughs> yeah, right. A little outdated. Um, in a short time, behaving obsessively, insisting you get serious immediately. That's, um, yeah, that's clearly not okay. And um, to touch on this, like for that, like the first point that we're doing, if they're like this and then when they get alcohol into them and they become this like totally different person, that should just be like your number one red flag. Like, like, hmm, maybe the truth is coming out when they're incredibly intoxicated and I need to watch out for this. Yeah. Okay. Go for number two. Number two is jealousy. So responding irrationally when you interact with others, becoming angry when you speak with opposite sex, always accusing you of cheating, resenting your time with friends and family, and demanding private details of your life. So I feel like this one is really relevant in um, some of my friends' relationships. Um, You know, I just feel like bottom line is that if you're going to make it official and be in a monogamous relationship with somebody else, trust there is there yeah there is no other option for you you need to put your trust in them a hundred percent otherwise again you are giving you are letting yourself you're setting yourself up to get hurt you know talking you know we're all humans it is it is almost you're not almost not even able to what is the word i'm thinking of when you're like trying to oh avoid a conversation with the other opposite sex especially if you're going out for a fun night out you know you make connections with the opposite sex and that is okay there are boundaries that you set up for your partner and you that that the other person knows and if they cross them then that's a problem but if you are saying you know if you're you know when cam this is just cameron and i personally we go to parties together all the time we go all the time um we, you know, we see each other here and there, but we're like having conversations with other people. We're having conversations with the opposite sex, other friends, you know, we're hanging out, we're chilling because I don't even think about what else Cameron is doing. And, um, we've been together for six years. Trust. I trust him a thousand percent and he trusts me. There is, I've, we've never given each other a reason to feel that way. Um, and I also think that it's hard, um, you know, to bring baggage from, your past relationships into your new ones and, and blame that person and say like, well, I've been hurt in the past. Well, personally, because so, like I can touch on that, like coming from one relationship and then going to another, it's hard not to talk about it um, and like bring it up and be like, well, this person did this to me. So are you going to do that to me too? I think now when I do decide to start dating again, I literally don't want to know about your ex. I don't want to know about the girls that you talked to before me. I don't, I don't want to know anything. Like you can tell me like, yeah, like I had a girlfriend before, but like, I think where I caused the hurt to myself too more is because then they would tell me about these things. And then I would go searching for all these answers to figure out like, well, why'd they do this? What did they do this too? Are you taking me where you took her? It just like, it's this huge loophole and I don't want to fall down that rabbit hole again. Um, mm-hmm. So I think too, like you could just be like, yeah, like I've, I've had a couple of girlfriends, they didn't work out. Just leave it at that. Like, I don't want to know their name. I don't want to know their birthday. I don't want to know that you guys like, yeah, when it comes to that stuff, 
ignorance can be bliss. And Mm -hmm. I do like, like you were saying, you know, it's hard not to bring up your past traumas in relationships to your new ones, but I do think it is important for them to know that you have been hurt in that way in the past. And that's a great way to set up boundaries with them. It's like, just you know what? It's so vague. Be like, Hey, I just want to like, not be like, well, Bob cheated on me one time. So I don't want you to do that to me. Just be like, Hey, like I've been hurt in the past, like previous relationships I've been cheated on. And I just want to be like super open and like honest with you about that. Don't tell me their first name, their middle name, their last name, their the social address, security number. They can find you on Instagram. If you guys, Alyssa, Alyssa will, I will go fucking find you. I will fucking find you. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, just saying like, you know, I've been hurt in the past. So can you just keep that in mind? Um, when you continue on, you know, I'm still healing. So I may be a little bit more sensitive in this area, but you know, it's just unacceptable to get upset with your partner when they're talking to the opposite sex. It's just, it's just, I'm guilty of it. I well, okay. Well, you had a reason to be, but jealousy (laughs) is not a good look. Okay. Okay. The third one is control. So this is a big one. I feel like, so telling, um, telling how they worded this word, telling them how to wear their hair, um, when to speak, showing up uninvited, um, checking your, their phone, emails, social media, um, following, oh, following you. I think that's like stalking, sexually coercing you or making you feel bad about yourself are all ways of control and manipulation. So I feel like, um, I had a friend who was controlled pretty hard um, with like the what to wear thing. And it was like, you know, she would dress up for school um, and she would get a, a Snapchat back from her boyfriend saying, you know, who are you dressing up for? What are you doing? Who are you trying to look good for? Like, and that would, and then would get upset and be like, you're going to cheat on me and you're going to do this. That's just so unacceptable. Um, that's crossing boundaries. You know, that's, you should be able to dress up and look good and walk or outside. Or if you're going out with your girls or it's like Halloween or something, like I'm wearing what I want to wear. Slutty. Yeah. Let me be. Let me be. But, um, <laughs> White wine touch- makes me slutty. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, like to touch on that, like when we're reading these, I feel like in my past relationships, I wasn't toxic in the relationship, but when we were out- growing out of the relationship and like things just weren't working out. I feel like that's when I kind of picked up those toxic tendencies and like, you know, like I shouldn't say like I'm stalking them or anything, but it's just hard. Well, you, I think that that is a little toxic, but I think you were incredibly hurt and you were finding ways to cope with like the loss that you were experiencing with the breakup. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you know, it's really hard to be with somebody 24 seven for a couple years and then just cold Turkey no longer. Um, that is really hard. Although I don't think it was healthy for what you were doing. I do think, (laughs) I do think that it was like part of the way you were dealing with it. Um, you weren't hurting anyone. You weren't, you know, you weren't going out of your way to manipulate or hurt anyone. You know, you know what I'm saying? I want, I wanted to, but I didn't. You Can I still? I can still well, and that's can, control. That hold on, I can still do it. Oh my God, you're so scary, <laughs> Jesus! Hell. Okay, read number four. Isolation, insisting you only spend time with them. Oh God, why isn't my scroller working? 
insisting you only spend time with them, making you emotionally dependent, preventing you from seeing your family or friends or going to school slash work. Oh my God. Can you imagine being in a relationship where someone's like, you cannot see your friends? Um, I think that when I do get in relationships, I become not, not necessarily like my boyfriend is telling me I can't hang out with my friends, but you become so like, like I said, that lust period, like I just want to spend all that time with you. So I think that that could become toxic to your friends too, and kind of hurt like friendships. Um, like when I got my first boyfriend in college, I remember I literally spent every like day with him. I wouldn't like hang out with my friends. I wouldn't be home. And all my friends are like, oh, okay, I guess that's like how you see us now. Like, peace out. And it's like, that would be a toxic trait to them. Like you would, that would be like, I feel like that's, I feel like that's, um, your own kind of just like, I mean, it's hard to be, you know, you're in the honeymoon phase, you're in the lust phase. Like all you want to do is be with them. Yeah, but then you also... Although I don't know if it's toxic, I feel like it is important, though, to realize what you're doing. I feel like it is toxic to your friends because it's... You were hanging out with them. They were, like, your person. You guys were like this. You get in a relationship and you just, like, cut them off and they're like, what the hell? Like, nothing? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even get anything? There's definitely a happy medium there that that people should find. (laughs) I, I think I did the same thing when I started dating Cameron. I think it's just, like, something that happens to everyone, but yeah not the best um okay five oh i have to burp excuse me did you hear that okay number five is criticism so oh my god i can't imagine this calling you overweight ugly stupid or crazy um uh sorry are you okay yeah i feel like that is you the crazy part thanks that's like no like the you getting called that like that I've like been that- do you know how many times I've been called crazy all you because I there's people calling you crazy for fun like hey you're so crazy and there's people that are actually this is what gaslighting does is when you feel a certain way about something and you go to the person and you're like this is how I feel I know what you're doing I can see what you're doing and they're like I'm not doing that. You're fucking crazy. That's not true. That's gaslighting. A question. What? I'm going to pee my pants. Okay, go to the bathroom. I'll finish this. I'll right. finish this quick thing. Um, I'm just going to read the rest of this. Okay, so um, so calling you overweight, ugly, crazy, or um, stupid, rid- uh, ridiculing your beliefs, ambitions, or friends, telling you they're the only one who cares about you and brainwashing you to feel worthless okay i'm gonna pause this and we'll continue a second you look okay okay guys Alyssa's back we're gonna go to number six now so sabotage miss making you miss work school interviews tests or games by starting a fight having a meltdown or getting sick breaking up with you or hiding your keys and your keys and phone and stealing your stuff interesting wow. i feel like that's I feel like that's kind of the manip- manipulation thing um i experienced this a little bit like a long time ago where i would want to go do something this is not with cameron by the way um where i would want to go do something and then it would be like or if i wouldn't text back for a while it would be like hey i'm really sad like i'm gonna hurt myself like i'm gonna do when- something to myself and it's like First of all, 
you we need to seek help if that's happening and second of all you never use that like personal um oh my god i'm like finding i'm like really struggling finding words today so i'm sorry um but stroke maybe like i'm having brain fog like more than ever these last couple weeks and it's really frustrating anyways i was the word i was thinking about was self-harm you never use that as a manipulation tactic it's not it's not okay and it's not fair to anyone and um it's incredibly selfish to use it as a manipulation um do you have anything to add to the sabotage thing um i feel like it's just pretty self-explanatory it's pretty self-explanatory um i feel like i can relate more to like not sober like things happening but more of like a drunk thing happening like when Mm. they're drunk breaking up with you and saying all this mean shit and then waking up in the morning and be like i love you so much like i'm gonna make it up to you i don't even know what i said last night like that type of shit like (laughs) i'm more i'm i'm more entwined with the not sober toxic behavior (laughs) that's Um, still toxic behavior regardless because i feel like that like you said it shows your true fucking colors Mm mm-hmm Ugh. totally does okay i just like oh my god yeah you know how like we had this discussion before about like our boundaries and everything and like what we wanted to talk about mm-hmm. i get on here and i just want to tell every single fucking story that i just went through and it's so hard for me not to oh my god that stuff that we can touch on down the road when because, we're a little more healed <laughs> because each because each of these numbers i like will have like flashbacks yeah. or like scenarios have, like, of like yeah. things that have happened and i'm like for the exact number in each one yeah i feel so. like i can think of them for you i'm like i'm like hmm, do i say this just kidding um okay perfect. i don't <laughs> I know it's hard. Um, I feel like it's something that we can touch on later down the road. And it's not so raw. It's like, once you have time to sit on it, you can a little more maturely speak on it. Um, I just like don't know how you can maturely speak on it because I feel like I would say it and everyone would be like, it depends on, no, it depends on what, how you say it. If you're coming after the person and completely, you know, you're, you're coming for them and you're, your goal is to hurt their feelings and to just like make them look bad that's like an immature way to talk about it Mm -hmm. if your goal is to help others to help others and just speak about what actually happened to you and your truth that's a mature way to speak on it but I feel like it's so raw for you right now that it's hard not it's so raw that all that anger is still there and hurt is still there so I feel like it's good that we're not getting into details um but I feel like you're doing very well um I did almost cry though but that's okay I almost want to cry for you I cried for you multiple times during your long and hard breakup long let's Mm -hmm. just emphasize long couple months coming in hot a couple weeks maybe anyways (laughs) number seven is blame it's making you feel guilty or responsible for their behavior blaming the world or you for their problems and emotional manipulation always saying this is your fault and i can think of something on i found something on reddit and i want to like share it with everyone so this girl was in this relationship with her boyfriend and they had been dating for a while and I'll, by the way, I'm just like in love with Reddit. So that's why I, I need to, I'm going to download it right now while you're telling yeah. the story. 
Um, so they were in a relationship and his phone was just sitting there on the table and she just like, there was a lot of things happening up to the relation, like in their relationship that like made her want to look, which is a talk. It's a toxic to look, I should say. Um, but I feel it's like a if toxic relationship. If you feel like you need to look, if I'm just if saying you're that given a reason that you feel like you need to, I think that's fine. Do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah, just me. Totally. I um, so she went on the phone and there was just a lot of things that she didn't like. And she got this weird feeling um, that she needed to look at this one chat. And there was just this, all these nudes, just like nudes for days. And she obviously like, I mean, the first thing you react to it, you're like, I'm done. Like, this is like, how dare they? and she especially since it's it was probably not the first time that she's it experienced no, it probably something that would hurt her so badly yeah. like that you know and so she confronted him about it and he, um in the story it literally felt like i was reading like a movie like it was just so intense um he actually ran away <laughs> he literally ran away and like no one could find him and all this stuff um and then in oh, her fuck. story, she, like, talked about how she eventually picked him up. And this is, like, the night she realized that maybe it was a manipulative re- relationship because uh-huh. somehow it was turned and it was her fault that he got the nudes. Mm-hmm. That's, and like, that's, that's really just, hard. Like, it's just because they had been fighting, I guess, previously. And, like, it was her fault that she yeah. got them. Like, that he he was put in that position to be, like, oh, my God, like, I'm fighting with her, like, and now I just want to do this. Like, it's all her fault when in reality, like, yeah. if, you're, in reality, if, you if you can't handle a relationship fight, don't be in a relationship. And if it's causing you to do these things, don't be with anyone. It's just so blatantly obvious to me. It's, like, well, because, like, I'm not the one in the relationship. It's, like, nobody put a gun to his head and mm, said, yeah. snap this person, text this person, like, receive nudes from them. That was something that they decided to do, that they decided, you know what? I know this is going to hurt this person that I'm with, and I don't, I care. don't care. And that's crossing a boundary, and that is, to me, straight up, to be honest, cheating and just, like, the most toxic thing you can do is knowing you're going to hurt some the person that you care about and are in a relationship with and you just don't care and you just do it and um yeah the that is a perfect example of what gaslighting is perfect it's like you feel this way I did this what no you did this This I just wanted to go through the screen and give that girl a hug because I've been there and done that yeah I feel for her Um, um so number eight, the last one, anger, overreacting to small problems, frequently losing control, violent outbursts, severe mood swings, drinking, partying excessively, threats and picking fights, history of violence and making you feel afraid. <laughs> oh, it's just so much. And um, if you can't handle four shots without picking a fight with someone, get help like plain plain and simple if you are picking fights with people that you don't need to be picking fights with or 
are someone that has been there, had your back, and you choose to pinpoint them when you're drinking, mm-hmm. you are a terrible person. And I just want to let everyone know that right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're, if you're, if you're somebody who gets angry when they drink and you know, you have a problem, don't drink, um, you either don't drink or you deal with the damage you've done the next day. I mean, we've both experienced that, um, from somebody and it's not good. I've been in, I've been in a couple positions where I was felt incredibly unsafe um I'm sure Alyssa has as well um just like in these toxic relationships and you know you gotta as the person who's dealing with that toxic person you need to remove yourself from the situation a thousand percent immediately um and I'm saying like physically remove yourself from the from the situation um you know, I did that one time. I was like, I'm done with this. I'm leaving. I'm leaving because I don't want to deal with this. And at that point, um, when somebody's in that angry, angered state, something that I realized is like, you know, I'm somebody who is incredibly rageful. Um, it's something that I'm working on. Um, I don't get like sad. I get really mad and I get really rageful. And I'm, I'm somebody who's will a hundred percent start an argument with somebody. Um, that's just something that I'm working on and understanding about myself. But in that point, I'm not thinking clearly and neither is that other person that is the toxic person that's starting the fight. And so what I've realized is that there is no reasoning with somebody at that point. Um, there's no like clear conversations. Only thing that's happening is like, I'm yelling at you and you're yelling at me. And that's the, as yeah. far as it's going to go. You know, and I you're also gonna- think, well, I think too, like you, when you are the third party in situations like that, that's where the manipulation comes in too, because then that person that is coming to you about what is occurring between the two people is like, you need to believe me. I did this. This is what I see. Like you are going to believe what I'm saying because this is the truth and whatever the other person is saying, it's their, like they started it. Like, I think it's, I think it's okay to say that like, in moderation well well I was just gonna say I can cut this out if you really hate it but Alyssa in this case was the mediator or was the third party I don't care say it and me and um her ex-boyfriend really got into it and we've known each other for a while me and the ex um we've known each other for a while so um you know I've had my own situations with them and it just wasn't a good night we were both drinking um, I think and, too, and- to point maybe point out is like Taryn has also seen like this isn't the first relationship that she's witnessed like there's been multiple that she's like seen too with the person yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like I just wanted and- to like point that out because it's not like I'm the first like it's not new to my eyeballs no um, so that's I think that's why it's so aware important. of this person and so that's why it was really hard for me to see Alyssa go through it. Um, anyways, uh, what I was going to say is that when you were talking about how you were like being put in this position of like, what side do I take? You know, mm-hmm. my ex-boyfriend or my friend? It's like best friend, mm-hmm. best friend. I'll just say friend. <laughs> don't even, don't like... even fucking do that shit. <laughs> and my, and my sister from another mister. Um, my, my soulmate. 
He's so sister. I think I bruised my elbow. But it's like, where do I go with that? What do I do with that? Anyways, I feel like that was a little off, off topic, but very relevant in Alyssa's life. And while you we were reading that one, I was like, mm. ding, 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 ding. Like, literally, like, I... We have a winner. <laughs> I can think of a thousand things. Um, do you, Did you want to touch on any of this other stuff? Or do you feel like we kind of um, covered a lot of that stuff while we were going through it? I just, like, want to preface and, like, I know I already talked about it, but, like, there is nothing more than the feeling of giving someone your all and giving them everything that they need and setting them up for success and then them getting a taste of, like, oh, my God, like, this is what I've been missing and this is, like, what they've been talking about this whole time and then them just, like, like, see ya. I'm, I've Peace gotten out. what I, I needed. Have, I have a job now. I'm making money. I'm making something of myself. I don't need you anymore. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to go yeah. sleep with my coworker type of shit. So you should have just dropped the fucking mic and walked out. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, it's really fucking shitty. And I, I've never gone to that. So I'm not even going to pretend like I know, but I, but I, feel like I felt a lot of the things you were feeling just because I care so much about you and like I watched you go through all that stuff so it's fucking shitty and it makes me even more angry about the situation but one of the biggest things that I wanted to talk about um was so I'm somebody who doesn't stray from confrontation I'm an anagram eight yeah Taryn and I are far from fucking similar we're 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 very opposite opposites and opposites attract but what I was gonna say was that I am somebody who will stand up for somebody who can't stand up for themselves I'm somebody that will walk right up to you if we have a problem and start a confrontation just talk to you about something um so when I was dealing with this specific person um you know we would get into little altercations fights you know they would do something to me and my first instinct was like, let's talk about it and let's get through it. And then we'll get on with our lives. And a pattern just kept arising that it like kept happening. This person, every time I was with them, something bad would would happen. Some sort of drama would arise. And just recently it took me watching Alyssa go through all of this to realize that it's like, I no longer need to talk and to get over it, but to just cut it out. And for me, that's, that was really hard for me. I don't like to do that. Um, I like to sort through things. I care a lot about what people think of me. I care a lot of about people, especially um, people that are close in our friend group. And just like, um, I just felt like I needed to cut them out. And I did. And it's probably the best thing that I've ever done for myself. Um, and like I said, it's so easy for me to want to go up to them and talk to them or reach out to them and like start talking to them because I just like want to solve it I want to figure it out but there's nothing to figure out at that point you know this person is this specific person is you know narcissist manipulative incredibly rude and there's just no fixing it until that specific person says to themselves I want to change myself like there's no helping anybody there's no helping unless someone does what they have been doing to others to them 
I I don't think that that would wake up anything in that person. I think that in fact it would probably make it worse. Um, months and years of therapy is what the person needs. But I'm serious. Before they get better, there is no. I don't know. There, it's it's really complex to be honest with you, and we could go on for days. But I just so encourage long. you guys. I encourage you guys that if you get to a point in your life where you have realized and understand that this person is toxic, has toxic behaviors, and is a constant pattern of drama, um, and you feel hurt by this person, you feel, oh, okay, lastly thing I was going to say, and then we can wrap it up. Um, I did have this from the article that we started with signs that you're surrounded by a toxic person. And I feel like this is kind of what I was just leading into. So if you feel like you're emotionally affected by their drama, you really care about their drama. Um, you dread or fear being around them. Um, you're exhausted or you feel angry while you're with them or after you've interacted. Um, you feel bad or ashamed about yourself. You're stuck in a cycle of trying to rescue or fix or care for them, which was what I was just explaining. I, I'm a very much like a, you know, I'm a, I really like to care for people. I like to fix people. I like to play therapist. That's just something that I do, um, that I've been working on. Um, a couple more is the, the other person doesn't respect the word no, um, when you're with him, you feel like you're walking on eggshells, which is something that I felt like you ignore your own values. Um, you're emotionally checked out. And also you feel like you're being controlled or you're being overly controlling um, because of what the person's doing. So anyways, if you're able to get to that maturity level and identify that that's what you're feeling, I encourage you to do your best to politely cut that person out. Um, there was a number... Um, at the end of this chart that we were reading off, um, it's 1-800-799-SAFE um, that I'm sure you can call and get advice um, or help because it's not always easy to get out of relationships like that, especially if they're emotionally abusive. Um, you're hooked, physical. especially physical because you're really fearful for your life, to be honest. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah. I feel like this has been a very long and deep Juicy. conversation. I am Juicy. I'm exhausted from that. Holy shit. I need really? like Yeah. I feel like normally it kind of those... made me hungry. <laughs> I'm gonna go eat something. I'm, I'm gonna go make gonna spinach go and cheese raviolis <gasps> and some chicken. That sounds amazing. From Costco. Ooh. Yeah, I had a Greek salad today that was really good. Mm. It Have was you ever... so good. There's this salad, my favorite salad, and it's from Costco. And it's like a Brussels sprout mix salad. And it's like a poppy seed kale. I, I, Taryn, you would. Oh my God. Yum. Is it kind of like a sweet salad? Kind of like a, the dressing is. Mm, delicious. Sweet kale. Is this it? It's from Costco and they didn't have it last time we went, but my mom and I put cucumbers and avocados in it. And oh my God. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, the next time I'm there, I'm going to search for it. Yeah. It's it's called sweet kale. It has a kale. (laughs) 
<laughs> really? It has like kale and all the. It's like a superfood, so it has all. The, like, <laughs> You're like. You said they it, it, that it has a kale like six. <laughs> I fucking know. And it's called a sweet kale. Okay, let's wrap up this episode. I know. We can, we can talk a little bit after that if you want, also. But yes, I thank you guys it. for listening to this week's episode. I personally really want to hear your feedback on this episode. If it was like just nonsense to you guys of us just talking, let us know that. But I, I think feel like I think we think it sounds nonsense, but from other people's perspectives it's different because they have to engage in it and listen through the whole thing but but you know what I mean like we're just like blabbing talking back and forth but to other people it probably sounds so different than what Mm -hmm. we think I want to shout out my sister Riley because she listens to all of our (laughs) podcast episodes and she says she actually like enjoys listening to it which I feel is she's smart she's smart and she's like you know I actually love she's she said to me she's like I've never heard you and Alyssa really interact and talk and she's like I really find it interesting she's like I like listening to you guys talk and I'm like hell yeah so um, oh I don't know no the baby's sleeping oh shit okay let's wrap this up um follow us on our Instagram it's called that's what I heard pod um again we post well, I'll be posting a couple graphics, well, pictures of our lives, what we're doing. Maybe um, we'll holes. Maybe we'll post a selfie. Yeah. Do you have one for us? No, but oh, you okay. and I take one. Oh, okay. Cute. Okay. Um, anyways, yeah. Thanks for listening to this week's episode, and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.